Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance. I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of The Venture Out, the best way to get your morning started. Find me at The Venture Out. Mm. And I'm Bo, just some random guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who is this who guy? Is this guy? I found who is this guy? guy? I found him at a, at a Wawa. <laughs> yeah. He was a... I was, actually, I was actually begging him for change, <laughs> but I still let him come over. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for those uh, that summer deal for sandwiches. That's all I'm waiting on. Actually, I, I get Wawa uh, ice cream shakes all the time, like real late at night, really bad for me. Delicious, though. Anyway, today is Thursday, March 22nd, 2018, and the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. Mm-hmm. So, Bo, what's on your mind, buddy? Uh, well, so we were talking about the nightly news and um, <laughs> and how me and Johnny, I guess, both listen to or watch. Or I, I watch the nightly news. I, guess I listen. listen. Like on listen TV? To, yeah. Oh, man, I can't take news at one time speed. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, so... You know, when I watched it, so I watch NBC Nightly News uh, with with Lester Holt, and every time I watch it, about halfway through it, I sit there and think, and I go, man, I feel like I should be like 65 with my AARP card <laughs> listening to this, because, you know, you listen to it, and it's stuff you've already read throughout the day. You're not getting anything new, and yeah. throughout the breaks, all it is is, you know... Pain kill, painkillers, and and medicine, and, and old old people stuff. Prostate inflamed. Yes, <laughs> try new prostate prostate again. <laughs> prostate. You know, so. so, so why do you listen to it? Um, I don't know. It's uh, I guess maybe it's now a, that's it curiosity just, or just or force of habit. It's probably because it's um, or is it less a halt in his soothing voice? I would say it's dreamy eyes. Yeah, it, it's it's mm. probably that's around my dinner time. You know, so I'm sitting there eating, and then I finish, and I'm like, oh, let me just sit here for a couple minutes, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe let me see if there's something new that I didn't catch. Mm-hmm. And usually, no, no, never. Uh, I you, think that's probably good then. Yeah, I mean, so that's I mean, good. That's a waste of time. Yeah, no. So I, that? I, that's what I do that, and I'm like, I'm like, I read the other story this morning, and yeah. this one too. You know, yeah. and then they have they always end yeah. on like a happy note or something like that. Oh, the happy note's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you did know something. Uh, I don't not sad necessarily, but something more gritty. Yeah, there you go. Gritty is the exact right word. Yeah, not necessarily sad, but you need to get real. Urgh. You know something real. What real in the evening or in the They're morning? like and and now we'll leave you. In Baltimore, five prostitutes were shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh you know, so Yeah, that's how I like it. Real and gritty. Yeah, put the kittens in the middle and then do uh something on Dar Four yeah. at the end. And there you go. Something so, so you, you're thinking before you go to bed. <laughs> uh, nightmares. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But the world's a nightmare, and you should know that. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of. We're going to get into hot take news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Hey, okay. All right, so uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, okay, first uh, order of business here. <clears throat> uh, lawmakers are spending millions of dollars on surveillance in schools including facial recognition technology, license plate readers, and uh, gate recognition technology, and the like. And what's it for? Gate recognition. Have you heard of this? Yeah, that's where uh, you get to see what type of fences people have. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most creepy of the, like, the, uh, the AI, like um, the surveillance technology, whatever. It's like a camera can tell who you are by the way you walk. I have a very distinct swagger. I feel like... 
nobody does. I feel like if, of all the things to try to like monitor somebody and then identify them by the way, not, not like their legs width or whatever, but like the way they walk. But apparently that's the thing. Um, this is in, this is as a, uh, in efforts to keep schools safe. Yeah. You know, and on, in the wake of all the crazy. So yeah, how's that keep us safe or kids safe by it, knowing the, the walk of the ever vigilant eye of Big Brother will keep you safe. Yeah, so the way they're trying to sell it is that they'll bump the facial recognition technology. You know, some some weirdo comes on campus, and he's been scanned before somewhere, and then uh, the scanners on school will catch him and say, oh, no, this guy's popping up as uh, somebody who shouldn't be at school. Come yeah. on. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, I'm waiting so, for so, like, so we uh, have some sort of like awesome database that's so comprehensive that has everybody's... Well, that's what... I mean, they're getting there. Casinos have that stuff, right? Yeah, and no, I mean, so like, well, Johnny's coming at it from, I, I think, an interesting way. It's not, I'm not concerned that it's not effective. I think it is effective. I think it's too effective. And that the database of people's faces is way too big and they're doing too much. I'm just more concerned about. Really? Yeah. But so, see, so, I, I so, read about the scrap all day, though. So you're telling me there's going to be a day that comes where there's going to be a court trial going on and we're going to ask the, um, the accused to take a walk. Like oh there you go you can clearly see from that person's walk that it matches the culprit of whoever committed this crime yeah well I, I something think, like that yeah I think they would actually probably be like and this is the video surveillance because you're caught on camera right doing and then walk. yeah then they asked me to walk I'm just gonna walk differently I, said, I hit him yeah. with the Kaiser Jose yeah <laughs> walk with a different limp or something yeah they say they say I don't know exactly but they say it works so they'll figure uh, also in related news. Uh, <laughs> Teacher salaries are increasingly low and school supplies are lacking for lack of funds. Okay. <laughs> Is that news? I'm just saying. They got Unfortunately. All this, I'm, like, I'm seeing they're spending millions and millions of dollars on all this crap. You know, which, I mean, I'm all for school safety, but it seems like you, you find the money to buy this camera. Let's not, prioritize our resources. Yeah, I think I think you do a lot. Take the better step to making school safer is to, like, show them that they're valued and give them, like, school counselors and, and put the, more resources into the school. More donuts? Yeah. Donuts. 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 That's for the school resource office. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let me see. Blah, blah, blah. Let me do that here. Uh, here here's one for uh, for you for you, Bo. Okay. China's social credit system is blocking people with demerits from using public transportation. I think that you know it's uh, so I I like sci-fi books and there's a part of me that's like I should be afraid of this, but it's like sci-fi for real. You know? Yeah, this is, this is literally an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So explain that in a little more detail, please. So uh, China is. Let's see, here's, here's the headline. Chinese citizens with bad social credit to be blocked from taking planes and trains. China's terrifying social credit system. What's social credit? They basically have this giant database of yeah. everything that you've ever done in life, and uh, you get like a score based on how good of a citizen you are. Yeah, too many <laughs> too many unlikes. And, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, this is the likes and uh, dislikes on Facebook. Here. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so it's, uh, the social credit system is designed to place various hardships on citizens who've committed one of a variety of violations, like spreading false information about terrorism or refusing to pay a debt. It could be like whatever. You get caught. Uh, I mean, they've got uh, cameras and videos all over the place. You talk bad about the president over there, get a little demerit next time you're trying to catch an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It runs over your feet instead of picking you up. Yeah, I will say, well, Uber's not big over in China. Uh, they tried, but it's, it's not. Uh, I think it's, I forget to, what the service is. But uh, if there's any more reason to know that China is just a dystopian future that is occurring right now, it is these kind of stories. Yeah. This is why I so, do bring the hot take news. I'm trying to put this on you guys' radar. And let me play devil's advocate. Why is this so bad? Here? 
we're they're in, it's just like the taxes and we're, in, we're they're trying to incentivize the behaviors they want their citizens to have yeah that is exactly the bad thing <laughs> because one it's they're we do that over here well so uh, we want you to buy houses so we'll give you a uh, you know a deductible on, on your on um yeah. on housing interest yeah i would say it's probably we do the same exact thing here a different that's degree that's the exact same thing now I'm pro- talking about ins- government incentivizing the behavior of their citizens. That's the same exact thing. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's yeah, too far like, from like like having murder- good credit score or something like that. But, yeah, but murdering people who st- who uh, steal candy bars is one way of deterring people from doing one behavior that the government thinks is bad, and also like slapping them on the wrist is another way of doing it. There's there's levels to this, and I totally agree. There are levels to this, and where we draw the line is very interesting. Yeah, so I'm sure there's stuff we do here that. In a uh, more of an unbiased look at you, like really, that's what we're incentivized. That's what we're going to try to get our citizens to do or not do. Yeah, our country's crazy. Like, uh, there's like five countries in the world that have the death penalty. <laughs> it's like us, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and like uh, I don't know, some other like Iran or something like that. Uh, I don't know, man. This is uh, <laughs> it's not good. So part of me does think that this is kind of basically just like a credit score that we have here, which basically affect. I mean, you can't get an apartment if you got a bad credit score. What's wrong with that? Uh, I think it's, you know, yada, 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 discrimination or whatever. But at the same time, we do it here and there. But at the same time, there, one, there, that whole system is run by like one, basically one dude, that, mm-hmm. that Xi Jinping guy. And then he's, uh, he just declared himself a dictator mm-hmm. for life. Yep. And then we've all, I, I bring stories every week about how China's doing one more thing that is overstepping the lines, like when they, they ban hip hop. Dude, why, and why do you keep bringing this stuff up? Because we're losing like, Three billion potential listeners to this show. <laughs> he, they Every probably, time you bring this up, we're losing listeners over there. Well, yeah. one, one, you probably can't even download American podcasts in China, which is one of the things that I'm trying to bring. Attention I've been to. smuggling it over there. <laughs> Good luck. Good I couldn't luck. use Google over there. I remember that. Yeah, you couldn't. I had to use Bing. <laughs> of all, I mean, that's really why it's a dystopian future. <laughs> Did you ever use MapQuest? <laughs> in Carta? No, but uh, I, you know, I think when I forget what the, the big social uh, is, in, they don't have Facebook over there. They have something like uh, Dial Up, Weimu, or something. Weimu. Well, good luck to all those uh, other people in China. We, we can keep our eyes out because one, once they perfect that technology over there, it's going to keep its way over here, and that's where they get you. Hey, they are a growing economy. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're doing good over there, but you know, that is how they get you. Okay, so there was a. Uh, I feel yeah. like that should be your tagline. That's how they get you. I know. I say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of most things, that's how you get you. Well, I mean, it is, in fact, how they get you. <laughs> okay, so NASA uh, did a study. They've got two identical twins who are astronauts. Okay. So the study was basically that they were going to uh, do a bunch of tests on them to get a baseline, want to send, leave one on Earth, and then send one to the space station for a year. Okay. And then uh, the guy got back from the space station a while back, and then now the results are out on the study. And there was a report that said that, <clears throat> excuse me, and I, and I quote, well, the saga began last week with the Newsweek story covering a January NASA press release with the following paragraph, quote, another interesting finding concerning concerned what some call the space gene, which was alluded to in 2017. Researchers now know that 93% of Scott's, that's the guy that went to space, 93% of Scott's genes returned to normal after landing. However, the remaining 7% of his genes point to possible longer-term changes to his immune system. DNA repair, bone formation networks, hypoxia, and hypercapnia. So he's a mutant. That's basically what the article will have you, have you think. 7% like, towards immune. Now he's a 70-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, probably around there, too. 
but like but it's so the, the art, so I, I, a lot of my cousins and like my friends or whatever, like, oh man, you hear about the astronaut? Uh, he came back seven percent different in his DNA, and I was like, seven percent difference? Like, I've seen, I've seen the movie Venom. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Venom. That yeah. was uh, the symbiote came back from that. Yeah, the space thing, right? Yeah. Well, in one version, in the cartoon, it did. I think in the actual comics, Venom came from uh, Battle World, but it's neither here nor there. Yeah. But uh, basically, that's uh, all wrong and uh, poorly worded and whatnot. So what what really did happen is that not his genes changed, yes, but not he, they didn't flip from one gene to another type of gene. The so way he, so he was wearing Levi's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then he switched over to Arizona. Ah, uh, yes, this, with this, with three uh, percent elastic. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, the way his genes are expressed changed. So it's like uh, the analogy that the the article said was basically like. You were wearing Daisy Dukes, <laughs> but now you're wearing skinny jeans. Skinny Try to be a hipster. Let's, yeah. keep, this, let's keep this going. <laughs> we're really informing our listeners. <laughs> no, but the way his genes express change. So it's like, think, imagine your your genes is like a page, one page on a book, and certain uh, and certain genes are expressed, and certain ones aren't. Uh, so imagine certain words on the on the book are like blacked out with a with a marker, like redacted. Okay. The, when the guy came back. Certain words were like unredacted, and some, or different words were redacted. So you've got the same words on the page as when you went up. Just some words are not being able to see. They said it's the same way as like a a person when you yourself versus yourself, like climbing a mountain. Like things about your DNA will change, and different things will be expressed that aren't there, or whatever. So it's basically like things will change based on extreme conditions. And this guy's not a mutant. That NASA is revealing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like shooting lasers out of his eyeballs now. I mean, <laughs> while wearing jeans. While wearing jeans, no, that's like the X Men movies. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't go full leather; they just put, uh, <laughs> put Wolverine in dungarees. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, I'll talk about it in the pop culture. But uh, this pictures are out from uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. Have you seen them? I've seen a few. Yeah, it's been released for a few weeks now. Yeah, uh, it looks terrible. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, it does look terrible. We should say it for pop culture, the Shazam. Oh yeah, it looks terrible. Too. Oh, it looks horrible. <laughs> Horrible. We'll, we'll talk more later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DC, get it together. Uh, great video games. Amazing video games. Uh, movies. <laughs> okay, then. Oh, um, I didn't read the article on this one, but um, IKEA is announcing that they are going to be introducing new dishes. And you know how IKEA's got the little restaurant in their stores? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, their new dishes are going to include mealworm meat- meatballs. Okay. I'd try that. Would you really? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Johnny, would you eat mealworm? Like uh, ten percent mealworm. You talking about changing uh, the world for the better? That's where you start, right? I mean, I, that's why I bring it up because I've been seeing increasingly uh, different little things here and there saying that like the next sustainable meat source is going to either be plant based or insect based or lab grown meat or something. like that. Yeah, lab meat. I'm, I'm all about the lab meat. I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Of course, I would because a lot of people call me a uh, Bear Grylls. Look like so, and it's, that's true. Johnny is very rugged. Yeah, I look at Johnny. I say to myself, "Man, I bet that guy eats <laughs> gross." <laughs> now you think uh, more like, like Timon. <laughs> you think people classically ate mealworms? That's when they call them mealworms. Because <laughs> why do they call them? Oh, like corn meal? What? It's still food, though. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was a staple not, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that were, word kept on going into our language today. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, you ready for a meal?" Like, oh, okay. Was it worms again? Yeah, it's a mealworm. It's a mealworm. <laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, though, I mean, it's right in the name. Who's going to argue with that? Okay. It's science. <laughs> yeah, let's see what I'm looking there. What else I'm talk about? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, oh, this was interesting. This is probably my last little thing here. 
uh, artificial intelligence uh, AI fakes are coming. So it's, it's a new method of creating photorealistic images, and eventually video is being refined. So basically, oh yeah, I've seen some of this stuff. It is phenomenal. Yeah, well, it's it's high quality, yes, but I think it's like bad for society. There's going to be a point in time where you're going to like be watching TV and you won't be able to tell if it's like the the legit image you're seeing or a computer generated exact 100 percent to the human eye unrecognizable as like being fake thing it said uh the new the new technology what it does is it's like two artificial intelligence is fighting one artificial intelligence is making the digital image of like a, a computer generated face and the other one is like a, com- a program that recognizes if a face is fake or real and then so the the one program's like I'm done making this face, and the other program's like Nope, I can tell you it's fake. And then it keeps, then it starts going again, and it refines it more, and then it makes it to a point where you can't see it, you can't tell. I saw some of these things, and I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> Hello, Skynet. Yeah, man, yeah, man, it's all coming. Yeah, and this is the been conspiracy th- uh, theory corner with Lance. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you, and that's how they <laughs> that's how they will get you. <laughs> it says uh, one AI, uh, blah blah. Yep, uh, that's it. Look out. That's uh, the NVIDIA company that uh, I think they make computer components or whatever. That's like their thing. They're working on that now. Like GPUs and whatever. Yeah. And uh, and that's how they get you. That's <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll be, so I got one more. Oh, yeah. yeah another Johnny's bringing something to the news. Okay. What you got, buddy? Oh, why not? Headline is a Chinese space lab is going to fall to Earth and nobody knows where it will land. Yeah. Oh, hey. This is a. Uh, we talked about we this. Talked a while about ago. this. I, I like bringing stuff back. Okay. Yeah. When's it going to fall? Nobody knows. Nobody knows where it is. Oh, you can't not know both. You're, I need to know either when it's. I guess if well, you know, they, but you I don't know. The Chinese keep all this stuff secret. You know. I see. We were just talking about that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I thought they were tracking it, and there's like a like three week window where it could go into the atmosphere or something like that. Oh, why are those three weeks like three weeks from now or like in 2025? No, I mean like 2025. You have a three week window, so you don't know where it's going to land. Not 2025. No, yeah. no, it's coming soon, man. Well, no, but I'm just saying it's not three weeks from today. It's this year. Yeah, but. Okay. I, well, I'm just trying to get a feel for like—is right. is it soon or is it like it's something I need to worry about you know, like after the nuclear apocalypse? Well, uh, next headline: Oregon in path of Chinese space station on collision course with Earth. Oregon. So if you're in Oregon, Oregon get out of there, oh, man! For our, it's our fan, be Oregon. <laughs> oh, that's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's no, it's going to be on April 1st, plus or minus four days. Uh, man, they don't clap it on April first, right? Because <laughs> like nobody's gonna believe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Ch- Chinese media right coming to your house? Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one more story. I don't want to read it though. I'll save it for next week's show. All right. For all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll be right back after this. That's how they get you. <laughs> hey, welcome back, folks. And this is a time for the Captain's Rare Room, where we discuss deeper morality questions. Okay. Yeah, love it. Okay, you guys are still Lance and Bo, okay. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm Bo. <laughs> I'm Lance. Okay, good. <laughs> so today's question... I'm First Officer Bo. Oh, I'm uh, Science Officer Lance. I'm Wait, hold on one second while I put my, my visor down over my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're First Officer, you should be um, hitting on some of the girls in her oh yeah i gotta sit in with my chair backwards and with my overt sex appeal and have my uh hamburger meat uh chest hair flying out of my hair i'm growing mine out by the way so your, your chest Growing hair. What up? My, my chest hair i usually shave it like a wrestler 
Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, it uh, looks like Johnny's beard after a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a That's nice visual for audience. <laughs> I'm silken smooth like a salamander. <laughs> I think they're rough. Do you oh. shave? No, I don't shave. It's You're naturally. I am naturally hairless. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, that's You're that's white. why that's why my wife likes me. She calls You're me a, a unicorn. Yeah, that is rare yeah. for a white guy not to have some chest hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not that I would know. Uh, I yeah, so yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not falling into that trap. <laughs> Make sure you edit that piece out. Nope. Up the volume on that. Man, your segment's going great. Let's go horrible. Get out of the captain's ready room. Okay. A, the ready room. <laughs> the question I have for you guys today is uh, Ben Franklin's two daily questions, and we won't get into his 13 virtues, maybe another day. Okay. Right, so two simple questions he asks every day to himself. In the morning, you ask yourself, what good shall I do this day? And in the evening, which is right now as we're recording this podcast, what good have I done today? So ah. I'd like to pose that question to you guys. What good have I done today? Okay. Okay. So uh, I guess what good have I done today? Um, my my mind goes, obviously, to my kid. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, because... Cop out. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of a cop out, That's you know. a cop out. He's still alive, so... <laughs> still got bones. <laughs> um, Look, I didn't kill any kids today, either. You didn't see me going around bragging about it. <laughs> <laughs> well... When it's your turn to talk, you can bring <laughs> So that's that's the good thing I did today. Um, did you have a particularly good parenting day today? Did you like uh, love on your kid extra hard? Yeah, change think, a diaper? I think, yeah, I think I need some more specific then. Kid's still alive. <laughs> I, I need something more specific where you've done good being a, not not just a father, but a dad. Well, so uh, so my, my son is over, he's about five and a half months, and around that time in their, in their development cycle... Uh, they tend to naturally want to be more mobile and stuff like that. He could move? N- well, what do you mean he can move? He can wiggle his arms around, right? <laughs> Your He's baby a- can move? He's a, uh, yeah, like five months, you're not even crawling, right? No. I don't know what babies do. He, no, but, he, but he, the he thing... He crawling or he could be talking in full sentences. I have no idea what the development cycle is. I think one yeah. year is usually when they start walking. Okay. Yeah, around, yeah, only a month or two before they actually crawl. Walk so, and talk, right? Uh, Yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, at this point, what... What you try to do is you try to force him to, you know, use his faculties and, and struggle a little bit, and so it's he, you know, you'll set him down on his on his stomach. He'll kind of start kind of reaching for things or something like that, and kind of wiggle around, and then he'll start to kind of cry and everything like that. But you you can't just pick him up right then and there. You have to let him struggle and fight a little bit. Yeah. So that was a good thing trying to get wait. My son so to, so you're, the the good thing you did today, just so I can. Make yeah. sure I understand is that you neglected your child while he was crying and wiggling. Yeah, but it's loveful, uh, loving lo- neglect, loveful neg- neglect. If only I had I learned about that concept back when I was a child, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have much much less less of a complex. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, I guess uh, I'll do my good thing I did today, and then I'll we'll loop around and Johnny get yours ready too. You're not off the hook here. Um, so good thing that I did today. Mm, well, I, I, I served my, my, my civic duty today. Um, mm. I can't talk too much about it, but I, uh, I had jury duty. Okay. Um, I don't want to use that as my thing. Um, okay, so the good thing that I did today would be that I... Jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had jury duty. <laughs> I went and did my civic duty. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about it. <laughs> Johnny, what would you do today? <laughs> Let's see. Today, uh, yesterday, I did something good. 
<laughs> Today I, I did nothing. <laughs> Day's not over. Yeah, it is. I, ain't have <laughs> I, will, I will ride by somebody with a flat tire right now. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did I do good today? I think today I'll say I introduced uh, some more humor and levity to uh, the workplace. Hey, there you go. Hey, that's good. Yeah. You know, you know. So uh, it sounds kind of like nothing, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that me. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a poo poo all over your thing. But no, but, but like, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't have a kid like Bo. That's just no, unfair, no, no, man. No, I'm, I'm bringing it around. I'm bringing it around. Like right. uh, some some every so often, I don't socialize a whole whole lot at work. But when I, sometimes when I do. It really does brighten my day. And then I've been told by other people that like, oh, oh you know, uh, when you came and talked to me or whatever day, I was having a bad day and I was kind of down or whatever. And then, you know, like our interaction really like made me feel better. So thank you. Hmm. I was like, oh, man. Like, there you go. Thank you. I'm surprised sometimes at how what little things will have a big effect on people. True. So that type of stuff is, is useful. Yeah, because going to work on a Wednesday, it's not. Yeah, okay. it, takes, it takes a lot of willpower for some folks. And if you make it a little lighter. All the better. Plus, in the, some of the meetings I'm in, conversations get a little tough. And I think you just get a, get to a better end state or better, you know, just more productive in those meetings if it's more comfortable. And humor does that. Oh, okay. Okay. So here's an actual good thing I did. Besides, just like random crap. I um I gave a dig deep, man. Dig deep. I gave a, I gave a colleague some some positive and and constructive feedback on a presentation they they gave that they were self conscious about. And um, I, I volunteered because I saw their presentation. I thought they did a really good job. And so I, I went and said, hey, you know, that presentation you, you gave, it really captivated me, gave, uh, drew my attention. He was like, really? Because I was concerned that it wasn't very good. I'm still new to this. And so, I, you know, I didn't think I did very good. And I was worried about certain parts of it. And I was like, nope, those are some of the best parts. So awesome. keep, keep it up. And he was like, oh, man, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Good stuff. Uh, I was really concerned. And then I, yeah, yeah I was, was going to make a joke. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that, that's what I really did. Okay. Well, so so I had something similar today happen too where, I, I pulled in one of uh, my younger um, uh, new hires to assign this project, this task, and they briefed it today to the big, big boss. And uh, afterwards, talking to the big, big boss, he's like, oh, hey, that that uh, that guy did a good job. I was like, oh, that's great. You know, I, I wanted to introduce him and get his product in front of you guys because in case one day he does um, get to a job opening or or something, at least you now know the quality of work that he does. Yeah, there so, you go, So they're kind of helping, ho- hopefully helping him in the future. Long run too. Putting people on, man. It's important yeah. stuff. Each yeah. one, teach one. Yep. I could say five more things that rhyme <laughs> that, that are good like that. That's how they get you. No, no, that's how they help you. <laughs> oh, that's how they help you. Yeah, yeah. That's, how they, that's how they get you promoted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Bo, what is uh, one thing that what's the what's the end thing, Johnny? No, no that, that is the end thing. Well, no, you got to say you, you wake up and you do a thing. Oh, you wake up in the morning and ask yourself, "What good will I do today?" Yeah. So, what good will you do tomorrow? Oh, there you go. Okay. There you go. What good thing am I going to do and tomorrow? In the evening, you wrap it up with, "What did I do today?" Mm, okay. So, so tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, I am going to um, lie to some lie to an ugly person and tell them they're pretty beautiful. Mm. I hope I don't run into. I was going to say I'm, I'm coming here <laughs> off the track. <laughs> so mean. Okay, uh, Bo. Uh, so what good? <laughs> Am I going to do tomorrow? No baby. Related. No, no baby related stuff. No wife that's related. too easy. No wife related. No wife related. Oh man, now you take away my. That's like ninety nine percent of my day. <laughs> uh, so it, I guess. Um, Horseshoe. What I'm going to do is try to be a better friend and colleague to you guys. Ah, that's what I'm going to try to. Impossible, do Bo. How? 
how specifically <laughs> specifically how um i guess i will try to fix our rss feed that's <laughs> that's what i get to do yeah that now watch fsu basketball that's F- oh are they still in the sweet 16 baby oh are they good no not really so. uh, I, I did hear that there's a lot of shakeups on the old uh march madness and that's about as far as i can go into that topic okay I heard like number one got beat by number sixteen or something, something like that. Uh, well, so Florida State was a number nine seed and beat a number one seed, Xavier. Oh, oh, hey, so that it was you guys that did the thing. Well, yeah, that was that was probably the last one, but the but I, but the very first there was a number one seed that got knocked out in the first round, I think. Which uh, that's that's I don't pretty, see how both things can be true. Ah, it's fine. But okay. well, hey, we'll go. Well, for, the, it starts off with like sixty four teams, and then so. um, is Auburn in there? Uh. I think they were. I don't think they're still in there. Okay, well that's fine. Yeah. All right, well, hell, good luck to you guys. Oh, thank you, mm, Johnny. What's uh, the thing you're going to do tomorrow? Uh, sorry, I I tuned out for a while. You guys were talking basketball. It's your segment. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but still basketball. It's, it, there's a captain on the basketball team. No, no, I oh, okay. I, I left my own captain's ready room, <laughs> and now I'm back. Okay, what's your what's the thing you're to going to do? My ready room tomorrow. <laughs> that's a good question. Tomorrow, um, should have been thinking about when you're over there. Uh, <laughs> Did you spend 20 minutes in one episode ago talking about people texting during me? <laughs> no, I, I was actually looking what my agenda was for tomorrow so I can get a better answer. So tomorrow I've got uh, several meetings with a larger crowd, like not just one-on-ones or small crowds, so big crowds. So I think tomorrow I'm going to try to do my best to uh, be the extrovert and try to connect people and just try to, you know, get everybody comfortable. And, you know, in, in these bigger settings, usually you don't know all the other people in the room. So maybe I can help introduce and break. Is it, is it like a new meeting ice. or is it an existing meeting? It's a, um, a, a less frequent meeting that pulls together all the people from the organization together in one room, mm-hmm. and, and and stuff like that. Like all all the leaders ship into one room sometimes, and so it's a rare type meeting. It doesn't happen all the time, okay. but it does happen. But it seems you know. too formal. I was going to say you should do one of those icebreaker games. I love those things, but it, fit, it feels too formal for that. Or yeah. too, the game is too informal for that. Type okay, of thing. I was gonna say a game is formal. That's very. Yeah, no, but they're really good for like uh, the beginning of a retreat or whatever. It feels like a, a retreat. I've got some from uh, some of my times. Really, you like those? I love those. Oh man, uh, I can't stand those. <laughs> I can't stand those. <laughs> why not? I don't know why. It's uh, let's do one right now. Do okay. No, <laughs> but like uh, remember when me and Johnny we did improv classes and then we had to go around and learn everybody's names by like yeah. putting their name to an action. Yeah, so it's like leaping, leaping lance. And then like a uh, jolly, jolly Johnny, Johnny Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I memorized like thirty people's names like that. Yeah, That's so awesome. yeah, I wouldn't mind doing like a team building if it was like we all went and played paintball. That'd be fun. Mm. Yeah, but you see, that's it, it's. Uh, but I don't think it's not. Aggr- I have to have an aggressive. But that's not an icebreaker. That, that's like an all-day event. A face breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it'd be funny if Johnny's like, okay, so we got a meeting right now, and then first off, paintball. Paintball. <laughs> you guys didn't bring your, bring your paintball. Guns? Yeah. <laughs> Did I forget to tell you that? Did you not get the memo? Suckers. Yeah. <laughs> or, if, or if you just handed everybody, like, punching gloves and you're like, have at it. <laughs> I, I, uh, we did, I did pillow fighting um, for a, a uh, team building thing in college. And it was, like, th- uh, three rounds of it. And, like, after th- three minutes of pillow fighting, I was exhausted. <laughs> it, was, it was like running a marathon. Like, fighting for, th- even if it's, like. It's because your adrenaline goes and you don't know how to control it. Yeah. 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 Any, any type of fighting, even if it's, like. Lame fighting is super draining. Like an MMA fighter is in super good shape. Okay, that's we're really off the rails. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for the captain's ready room. I hope uh, we all reflect at the end of the day on the good we've done. I think it does lead to a happier life and a luckier life. 
per our last podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, so ask yourself uh, tomorrow, what good will you do? Transfer of data is complete. Hey, welcome back to the Hotel Show. I remain Lance. I remain woke. I remain jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny. I'm Bo. I go with the flow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now we're back so, with our. I'm still workshopping it. I, th- I think it's. I think it's fine. I okay. think it's no, fine. no, that one needs a little work. <laughs> <laughs> Constructive criticism. There you go. Okay, we're back with our world famous pop culture segment. So uh, I'll, I'll kick things off here. Okay, so I am about halfway through uh, Jessica Jones uh, season two on Netflix. Um, Jessica Jones season one was phenomenal. Season two is also super good uh i love it better worse mm. different a, a little bit less good but uh i think the the villain is less compelling than, than last season yeah yeah i love the villain from the first season it was really good but uh still still really good television killmonger right kill grave kill. <laughs> <laughs> uh but here's here's the thing that i'm watching the show right and so jessica is super strong right yeah not like incredible hulk but she you know like Bo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. But she, so she can like uh, rip uh, solid metal chains off like nothing. Like then, me, of course. Yes, yeah. like Bo does. Yeah, he fun. does his woodworking <laughs> with uh, his, his bare hands. Yep. I take it. No, 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 that's me. <laughs> but she can also like tap on an iPad or like type on a keyboard without destroying it. So, sure. so my okay. question to like you guys who, you know, Johnny especially maybe because you dabble in superhero stuff a lot. The super strong people in, in like superheroes, are they regular strength all the time and then turn on their super strength to do stuff or are they super strong all the time no. and then tone it down it's, when they want to like hug, hug their child or like uh, open a door yeah i, I mean they tone it down it's just like us we we modulate our strength everything we do too oh. yeah but like well but I, just, I also just mean, a higher modulation range i guess i mean yes and no right because i mean my maximum strength and my minimum strength are like <laughs> there's there's not as much range as that's true you are kind of yeah but you can you can pick up a bug without crushing it I, I you can grab an egg without it exploding in your hand. But I also can't crush a car either. You know <laughs> I picture that every time Lance gets an egg from the fridge. Crush. Oh, oh, like too strong. Oh, Got to put the pan in the, in the refrigerator. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. You actually grab it with a bag and it explodes in the bag. And just I have a, uh, I have a, sm- a Rube Goldberg <laughs> that transports the eggs to the pan. Yep. Yeah. So I, I am of the impression that I think that, uh, well, one, I think it's different for different characters. But I think that Jessica is regular strength and then turns it on to be super strong. And I think Superman is super strong all the time and then tones it down to do regular human yeah, stuff. I, I guess I don't see a difference. It's like most things I do when I when I need to exert extra strength to open that uh, can of uh, jar of peanut butter for my girlfriend, I, I crank it on. The, okay, the difference is like uh, if Superman were to kick you in your sleep and while he sleep. I think he would kick you through a wall. Yeah. I think no, no. In that case, I think both Jessica and Superman would kick hard. No, I think Jessica no. uh, probably has to think about it to turn on her strength. Uh, yeah, there it is. No, no, and I disagree with that. I think they're just naturally strong. I think once you're gifted with that strength, you're just strong. It's like Bo. When you go to sleep, yeah. you're just strong all the time. No, like Jubilee has to think, but <laughs> before she can shoot la- shoot lasers, I think certain True. heroes have to think before they do their powers, and certain ones their powers are the whole time. Like so, certain heroes are. No, no, I, I disagree. I think the ones that are. Are like that, or maybe like the Hulk. Clearly, Bruce Banner doesn't have the strength. He has to grow into the Hulk to, to get that super strength. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jessica Jones, Superman, or anybody else with some strength, that's that's them. That that's coded into their DNA now. Mm. You know, mm, I think it depends on the character. 
Uh, Care to weigh in on this? I'm probably more leaning towards Johnny, but Correct I would say I would say <laughs> don't don't edit that out either. <laughs> I, I think that there are probably some heroes that uh, turn it on whenever they want. Okay, well this is fascinating to me in my mind. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, what are you guys uh, taking part in pop culture wise? I got two movies to talk about. Okay, one Tomb Raider. Okay, so is uh, Johnny? What's the verdict? Is Tomb Raider the best video game movie of all time? It's better than Assassin's Creed. Oh. Low bar. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought I'm about Assassin's back- Creed in forever. <laughs> I am glad we're talking about it. Again. <laughs> yeah. I always like bringing stuff up like that. And Westworld. Oh, Westworld's coming back too, by the way. Uh, April. April. Oh, I got to go back and watch yeah. the last few episodes to get caught up again. Okay, so uh, uh, but t- Tomb Raider, um, good movie, solid start. Um, I like the idea that. Going into it, I set the bar super low because I heard bad things about it. Mm-hmm. Video game movie, you should have had that bar low anyway. Should have, should have. Um, another nuance that added to my enjoying of that movie was it, it's not the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider where she is she has fully become Tomb Raider and fully experienced and and all the investigations and all the kicking butt um, uh, fighting styles. This is like the beginning of Tomb Raider mm, origin so, story. Origin story. Yeah, so she yeah. doesn't have all the skills. So we shouldn't expect her. She was simply to be. Raider, <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Is yeah. that the thing? Is that the downgrade for Tomb Raider? Mm-hmm. She's just a regular Raider. Yeah. And, and then she found a tomb and uh, bingo bongo. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll call myself Tomb Raider. Right. Yeah. Which is uh, so I, I think the newest Tomb Raider movie is based on the last Tomb Raider game. Which was phenomenal, mm-hmm. and and in the game is kind of like an origin story too because um you like you learn with stuff with her and then she's kind of picking up and it's really so that game was really interesting because unlike most video games where you're just like super buff like a uh, grizzled like Bo <laughs> <laughs> military vet and then you're going around just killing everybody left and right like expert style one as a as like a a, a man. It was interesting to play a woman because, like, they kind of in the game it played on some of her like vulnerabilities or whatever. Like every so often, you would be surrounded by like ten dudes or whatever, and then they would like give give you Google eyes. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, like I feel vulnerable <laughs> in a, in this game in a way that I have I don't feel in my real life. So that doesn't happen to you too in real life. Mm, I try to avoid <laughs> those scenarios, <laughs> but but the game it did a really good job of like showing her becoming stronger as as she got more uh, confident in her abilities to survive in these various situations. Yeah, so. that's always a good... Uh, I kind of do like stories where you see the character grow and you get to grow with the character throughout the... Yeah, it was really good. I recommend that, that Tomb Raider game. Okay, so... So, John. so, so uh, definite plot holes for sure, so just go in knowing that. Um, definitely worth the sequel, though, in my opinion. Um, uh, um, Alicia... Jennifer Kander. Yeah, does a fantastic job, so... Okay, so I was going to ask you two, three things. I was going to say, how did she in particular do? Because I'm still trying to figure out if she's going to be a big star or not. I think she did fantastic in this movie. Great acting, and she really put the time in to get buff oh. and get uh, physically toned for it. So it clearly came across like, oh, yeah, she could do these things. Okay, uh, and um, was the action in the movie satisfying? It's all right. Mm. It's good enough. Mm. It's definitely good enough. It's not like It's not going to be like Hurricane Heist. Yeah, <laughs> you know that movie where it's got to have like a B B rated like action sequences and and such. It's Hurricane Heist. Hurricane Heist. 
Yeah, have you seen? Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen Hurricane Nice. Oh, uh, danger at six six hundred miles an hour. Six hundred miles per hour. They're robbing what a, hurricanes at six hundred? They're miles? robbing a bank or something in a six hundred mile an hour hurricane. It looks uh, like the Fast and the Furious meets Geostorm. Okay. Yeah. So apparently we've been but somehow worse than both. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks to my n- new Movie Pass membership, which I highly recommend. We'll to everybody. go see it all. I'm going to go see every movie. Okay. Every no matter you, the worse the better. <laughs> you let me know. <laughs> yeah. So. The second movie I wanted to talk about was um, Murder on the Orient. Oh, oh, you saw that? I saw that. Have you guys seen this? No, yet? I, would no like I, to I, see don't, that I haven't seen it. I don't know the. I know it's like an old story that's being retold. So I don't even know like the, how the old one ends. Based either. on the book and such. Yeah. So I, I was very happy not to know how how it ended either. And going into the movie, so first of all, it's a murder mystery, so you have to pay attention, right? It's one of those movies you can't just kind of like. Fluff along. Okay. So you have to pay attention a little bit to the characters. Did, did pay, would paying attention pay off? Like, did it do that thing at the end where it's like, and then it, here's this thing we threw at you at minute five and at minute 20, and then if you paid attention, you could have figured it out. So, listeners, turn it off in case you don't <laughs> want some spoilers. I won't give away too much, but to answer your question, Lance, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, But they did it in a very nice way, though, where it still was worthwhile. It wasn't a frustration like, oh, I would have never guessed that. Like, it was clearly, I would have never guessed that, but the story is so interesting that it kind of still engulfed you. Uh, I'll take that. <laughs> so a lot of good actors in there too. So you got um, um, Johnny Depp, right? Uh, Jack Sparrow yeah. was in it. <laughs> Is that what, okay. Uh, we got. That's um, the only reason to see it in my book. We got. Um, um, f- no, it's not Finn from Star Wars. The girl. Raygun. The Ray. Ray. Ray is in it. Oh, okay, I like her. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I should know her name. I don't know her name. Mm, damn. I'm looking at it. M from James Bond was in it. Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman was in it. Yep. Wait, Michelle is Michelle Pfeiffer M? I no, M. Judy Dench. Ah, yes, Dame Judy Dench. Yes, yes, yes. I like her. A lot of good actors in there. Worth the rento for sure. Go check that one out. I was gonna say yeah. So was it good or was it not good? I forgot if you said it was good or not. Good. 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 Out of uh, ten, I give it a seven point five. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Ray. Got she it. looks just like, in this picture, she looks just like uh, Maggie from Walking Dead. Huh. Oh, yeah. Wow, she does. <laughs> is that hair? Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Bo, what you watching right now? Well, Your so... Baby. His baby. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't... I've given up on watching Night things. News. You know, I get 30-minute chunks of of watching something per day. So I've gone back to audiobooks. And I am listening to the Broken Earth series... By N.K. Jemison. Mm. Mm. And I'm on book two of uh, the book. The first book was... How many was, books are there? Uh, I want to say three. I think it's a trilogy. So the first was the fifth season. The second is The Obelisk Gate. And I don't know what the third one is. And The first one is the fifth season? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it is... It's in a world. In a, in a world. Yeah. So in this world, uh, there's... It is real people, and then there's magical uh, people, essentially, in this world. And you follow uh, this one magical lady throughout her very tough life, <laughs> essentially. Uh, and so it's it's kind of supposed to be a story like, you know, she starts off as this somewhat sweet, innocent girl, and she kind of ends up being, you know, this strong woman who's going to save the world, essentially. Oh, it's Tomb Raider. Yeah, so it's Tomb Raider <laughs> with magical women. Uh, Go on. Yeah, so it's a. I love magical women. I would say I don't know if if it's 
you know what people look for in audiobooks but one of the things that i do like about it the story it's okay and the character motivations i I get very frustrated with sometimes but the the voice i guess that the writer has you know each writer kind of writes in a certain style oh yeah yeah, yeah. and when you when you listen to a book you can definitely hear it uh it's very good so she has it's a very nice um it's a very well written book i guess Okay, nice. Uh, speaking of audiobooks, I am currently on Harry Potter uh, book five, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Right. Yeah. And basically, the Harry Potter books to me are a slave narrative about the el- uh, the elves. What are, they? What are the, the little Dobbies? Yeah, and Hermione trying to free the Dobbies, and that's all I care about in that story. If it ends without the, <laughs> without the house elves being free, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> uh, one more thing we should talk about, I think, is the, uh, the second trailer for Avengers. I haven't watched it. I'm not watching them. What? Not watching them. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with the Avengers? Yeah, what's wrong with the Avengers? No, it's nothing's wrong with it. It's too good. I don't want any spoilers. And I've already seen a spoiler for it, I think. Um, Which in... in, Isn't there like a big dog in it? No, that's uh, in humans. Oh. (laughs) Um, But uh, the thing that I did see... That's what I'd watch. Or No, that's Marmaduke. Marmaduke. uh, (laughs) Do you guys care about spoilers for... For the Avengers, yeah, I do care about spoilers. If it's not in the trailer, don't tell me. Mm. I, I only want to know what's in the trailers. I don't. I don't know if it was in the trailer or not because I haven't seen it. But like, I did hear that. Then you probably shouldn't tell me that the. the <laughs> I, I heard that. The, oh. I heard that the way the story oh. is told in this movie is very different than than normal. And from what I heard, it was fascinating to me, and I cannot wait to see the movie with that. Better lower them expectations right now. Whatever. Is it, is it like steady cam? You know, we're not steady cam, but like. It's like a, handheld. It's, it's yeah, shot like uh, found footage. <laughs> it's found footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All shot from the perspective of the, uh, the Earthstone. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're like Arrow. You're not doing anything. Here's the camera, and he's like, "Here's the Hulk." Running. <laughs> Love you call him Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. It doesn't matter though. He's going to die for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm really excited about that. Oh, spe- speaking of Marvel movies, Black Panther uh, crossed 600 million dollars uh, domestic, number one movie five weeks in a row. Hasn't happened since like um, I think Avatar, way back in the day, and it's only like there's only been maybe like uh, ten movies or something like that in the history of cinema that has done it. So uh, super good. I'm really torn too because it's probably going to be dethroned uh, this weekend by Pacific Rim. I heard Pacific Rim was a terrible movie. <laughs> I almost threw this mic down, <laughs> and jumped over this table. Like the first one? Well, I'm just in Messenger. Have you seen it? I have seen the first one. Then, how, then why are you talking about what you've heard versus what you've seen? Are you talking about the, well, re- the new one or the old the one? The new one, Uprising. Pacific Rim, Uprising. That's the one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say as long as... Who is, who is the Sons of Anarchy actor that was in it? Uh, his name is Jackson, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Hannon, uh, Hunan. Charlie Hunan. Yeah. I would say he... I've, I feel as though he was miscast in that movie. He was great. Uh, yeah, he was miscast in the sense that he was casted. Yeah. I like that guy. For, ah. for anything. So, for so, anything, I think he plays <laughs> he plays like the rebel loner. Like if there was like a like a new Greasers movie, then he would. <laughs> a be what? Greasers. Greasers. What's Greasers? Like uh, the Fonz. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna stab you with this knife. Hey, I'm a I'm a '50s guy with a, a white T-shirt on. Hey, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's a thing. It's spaghetti. Right. Uh, uh, well, I would say Charlie Hunan was good in um, that. Uh, King Arthur movie. <laughs> he got oh, that totally okay. backwards. He was amazing in Pacific Rim and that cre- King Arthur. Oh, I don't know if he was good in it, but that King Arthur movie was bad. Anyway, oh, but that was a good movie. Was it really? You really yeah. think that? I thought it was good. It was I thought so- that got too much hate on the on the media. No, I got the. I think, I think you fell from the media, mainstream media, right there. 
Never. It got the appropriate amount of hate. That movie was garbage. Uh, it had like one good scene though, like when he went crazy. Do you guys want to know the uh, critic reviews for uh, Pacific Rim Come Uprising? On. I would. Come on, twenty percent. <laughs> Come on, twenty percent. Yeah, it lowered the better for Lance. Yeah, I have to. Yep. Okay. I'm rubbing my hands together like Birdman. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's okay. I'm gonna say it's thirty five percent because okay, giant my, robots. Okay, my actual. And guess, I like giant robot movies. My actual guess for critics is going to be twenty seven percent. Drum roll, please. Critics say 49%. Hey! I, say I was high. closer. I was going say it's probably high. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, I mean, it's a giant robot, so I'm there anyway. Uh, I'm just torn, though, because um, is it directed by Guillermo del Toro or no? Ooh, I'm not sure. Cause the first one was. I don't know if he's like producer now and not director, but um, mm. I'm 30% debating buying a Black Panther ticket and then going into Pacific Rim. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> but I'm going to go see it for sure. I love those movies. No, the director's by uh, some dude named Stephen S. Denight. Mm. Yeah, I'll still watch it. So, so, Bo, did you like the first Pacific Rim? Because it's literally one of my favorite movies. It was, it was, so I used, grew up watching, like, Robot Jocks. Thank you. You know, those kind of things. And, uh, and so I had, hu- like, really high expectations because, you know, oh. I'd watch, like, Neon uh, Evangelion, yeah. you know, and, and those movies. And so I go into it, and I probably just couldn't help but be disappointed. Mm. So, you know, because it was like, finally, because, you know, the comic books are, that I would read, I would read, if there were any giant robot comics, I would read those. And when I saw the movie, I was like, ah. But, but the, the giant robot action delivered. Yeah, but it's not just about the action. I, I don't oh, know. see, that, that's where you, uh, that's where you, yeah. <laughs> like at the, that's where we did for my friend. I, I guess spoiler, but at the end of the movie, I was like, ah, oh, come on. So, oh, no. the, the best part of the first movie was clearly the speech by Ildris Elba. Yeah. Tonight, we're canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, also, no, the best part of the movie was all the giant robots fighting the giant monsters. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. He slapped them with a uh, a cruise ship. <laughs> 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 that was awesome. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I'm definitely going to go see the new Pacific Rim. And uh, if if a movie has is going to dethrone Black, Black Panther, I am okay with it being Pacific Rim. I got uh, another, uh, some more news information here. So, uh, screen, test screenings, reactions for Deadpool 2. Ooh. All right. Please be good. Yep. Okay. So there's no way they're not good. I'm going. I'm, I'm going sky high. So test screenings, right? Mm-hmm. And this is in Dallas. Um, the scores for this one. But to put it in context, the first Deadpool coming out of screening was tested at like a 91 out of 100. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. really high, right? I'm gonna say 75 percent. 75. What are you gonna guess for this one? Deadpool uh, two. 98. 98. Two reactions: 98 and a 94. Yeah. Both okay. higher than 91. So jeez. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this they're gonna is, bring it. So yeah, looks like this one's gonna kill it too. Mm-hmm. Whoop whoop. All right, so uh, got anything else, guys? Nope, just uh, do good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's been another captivating episode of the Junto Show. Uh, please leave us five star reviews on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, and where else are Google we? Play. Right I, are we Google Play. Google Play now. We're on Google Play. Hey. Leave us five stars. However you do that, we're all iPhone guys. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you, you Android guys, you you use that freedom you got and figure out how to leave us five stars. Um, you can contact me on Twitter at aka dimix, where yeah. I bring the truth every day. Uh, Johnny, you can contact me at the Venture Out. And you can contact me at show at huntoshow.com. Show at huntoshow.com. Monitored periodically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I I just get a bunch of stuff from Amazon. So no one emails me. That's no, fine. That's fine. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time on the World Famous Junto Show. Bye.